Raising Our Voices would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nations, true owners, caretakers and custodians of the land in which we broadcast. Raising Our Voices pays respect to Elders, past and present of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their unceded sovereignty. Welcome to this month's Raising Our Voices. You're on 3CR, 8.55am community radio. My name's Bronwyn Trickett from Armida and I'm here with Cameron today. And uh, Cameron is from Rainbow Rights. Cameron, would you like to tell us a bit about the kind of work that you're doing at Rainbow Rights? Yeah, um, first of all, I'd like to uh, recognise the members of South Oversea Groups who have worked tirelessly over the years for the right to live in the community and a fair, equal human right for all. As um, as was mentioned earlier, I am a member of Rainbow Rights, the self-advocacy group for people with intellectual disabilities in the LGBTIQ community. Mm. A self-advocacy group f- is for people who have a cause to gather together to have their voices heard in the greater community. Mm. The group was formed out of an idea from Pride Vic, which is an organisation that works with the LGBTIQ individuals with disabilities. And the self advocacy Resource Unit, Saru, which is an organisation in Ross House in the city. Saru supports self advocacy groups for people with certain disabilities. I think Rainbow Rights, you're also based at Ross House too, is that right? Yes, we are. Okay. Um, Rainbow Rights is a unique group as the only self-advocacy group for people with intellectual disabilities in the LGBTIQ community. Hmm. We meet fortnightly to discuss issues, think of ways to take our message out into the community and to plan events and activities. We also try to find organisations that will give us some funding. We are lucky to currently have funding from the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, this, this year we took part in the midsummer, midsummer, having a tent and stall at the Alexander Gardens. That was for Carnival Day? Yes, that was. And you've got another one coming up for next, yeah, next in January? Year. Yes, Yeah, okay. Which we will be participating in that as well. Um, we also uh, marched in the uh, Pride March, that very hot day that was extremely hot. I remember that. Yeah, very hot. Um, we would also like to get our group to Sydney for the Mardi Gras in the next year or two. This will take a lot of money for f- fares and accommodation. Mm. Last year we had an event at the Multicultural Hub, which... St- Demonstrated through DVD, photo display and work, artwork with what Rainbow Rights is all about. Okay. The Multicultural Hub, That's um, I think that's on Elizabeth Street opposite the Vic Market. Yes, that is. Okay. Um, special guests were Rowena Allen, Victorian Commissioner for Gender and Sexuality, as well as Jude Munro from Pride Victoria. And Jenny Macklin, Shadow Minister for Social Services. 
Rainbow rights is important to me because it gets people with intellectual disabilities together to stand up for themselves and to show that we can be included in the LGBTIQ community. We can do things without being told how to do them and when to do it. We are here for a cause for people in the LGBTIQ community with an ID. Don't let... Get, don't get left out or treated differently. Hmm. That's excellent. So Rainbow Rights is a fairly new organisation, I believe. Uh, hasn't been going on for very long. No, it's been going on for about now two years. Okay. And it's great to hear that there's funding from Department of Health and Human Services. Yes, it is. That's, that's excellent. I'm hoping that that... Um, you do get funding to go to Mardi Gras. That would be fantastic. That would be good. That would be good. <laughs> okay. Is Rainbow Rights a large organisation or a small organisation? It's a small organisation at the moment, but we yeah. hopefully will get bigger in the future. So listeners, if they're interested to find out more about Rainbow Rights or to become a member, that's possible? That is possible. We uh, we have our contact details. Yeah. Um, which we can put on the um, 3CR website. So you can contact, you can hop on the 3CR website to have a look at 3cr.org.au. Does it cost anything to become a member? No, it doesn't. All right. And it's about coming to the... Fortnightly meetings, if yes, people it is. want to do that and, and become involved in projects that are yes, going on. Yes, it's um, our group is designed for people around for people with an intellectual disability. Mm. So we more like to see people with intellectual disabilities to attend the groups. Okay, already in the community, we know that there's a lot of discrimination against people in the LGBTI community. Um, luckily, this year, the law changed. So now people uh, who are same-sex, in same-sex couples can get married, which is fantastic. It is fantastic. Yes. Been a long time coming. Um, but I understand that also people with intellectual disabilities in the LGBTIQ community are even more marginalised. We, we actually are, you know. Um we are quite marginalised in the LGBTIQ community. Um, we get seen as in we've got a disability and that's it. Um, but we don't just have a disability. We're human beings like everyone else. We can all make the same choices. We all go to work if we can work. Um, you know, we're all equal. And that's why mm. Rainbow Rights is around to show people that we are equal and it's not them versus us. We are all one. That's really good. I'm glad to know that Rainbow Rights is around and I think that people in um, who are listening will be, you know, if they're not aware of Rainbow Rights and do have an intellectual disability would be keen to know about that as well. Yes. To, to um, be empowered. So 
What are some of the projects that have gone on in the past for Rainbow Rise? Well, we've um, participated in the uh, – we did an event at the Multicultural Hub. Mm-hmm. We also did uh, – we also marched in the Pride March. We also yeah. um, had a, a tent at the Alexander Gardens for the Carnival Day. That's right. Yeah, and um, and that's what I can remember at the moment. Okay, sure. And you've got some more projects coming up, I believe, for advocacy in the future. Perhaps not all of them are decided on yet. No, no. Um, well, the stuff we do have decided on, which we will be marching the Pride March for next year. Okay. We also will have a um, a tent at the Alexander Gardens again. Mm-hmm. So make sure you come along and say hi. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, there are other stuff we're doing, like at the moment they're doing a photo display of members in the group. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. We were talking just a moment ago about discrimination. And um, I I also understand that the Victorian Equal Opportunities and Human Rights Commission does a lot of dealing with complaints regarding discrimination against people in the LGBTIQ community. And um, that includes reports of homophobia and transphobia, uh, mostly in services. So we're talking about the Equal Opportunities Act. Um, They also have an anti-hate website, which is quite helpful. So, Cameron, can you tell us a bit about the types of discrimination or the kinds of things that come up in discussions at Rainbow Rights, well, we've just um, really we've just made a DVD where other members on Rainbow Rights um, talk about what they've dealt with discrimination-wise, um, and you know, with all the different sorts of people we've got, we've got people within the um, Aboriginal community. You know, we've got all sorts of people with intellectual disabilities there, so. Um, We've just done this DVD, so if you would like a copy of the DVD, can you contact us and we can arrange to send you a copy out. Can people who are experiencing discrimination or or a lack of empowerment, I suppose, contact Rainbow Rights for some advice, even if they don't want to become a member? Yes, they can. We They can contact us for advice and we can give them advice or pass them on to the right people to for them to speak to okay that sounds really good can you tell me what might be some of the particular issues that come up for people with intellectual disabilities who are lgbtiq in the community well people can get will get can get discriminated against um for being you know in the lgbtiq community because some people still out there are homophobic but there are organisations out there, um, say if you have NDIS funding or you have a plan that you can actually um, uh, resource out to Pride Vic, which is an organisation that supports people with disabilities in the LGBTIQ community. Okay, so we're talking we're talking about um, problems that people might have perhaps at home if they've got a partner and they're um they're, they've got some people around that might not be particularly comfortable with that. Uh, we're talking about issues also out in the community, 
if um, people are perhaps making public displays of affection uh, and other people around might not be comfortable with that. Um, so there's all there's all different types of ways that, that um, people who are in same-sex couples or, or are same-sex attracted can be made to feel marginalised. Yep. Um, would you say... Uh, are there any other types of issues that come up that need to be addressed? Well, I reckon if um, if people with intellectual with if people with disabilities are having problems, say at home, and their partners can't can't come and see them, and they've got service providers who are very homophobic, my suggestion would be looking for a new service provider to offer those supports to you. Um, because mm. you shouldn't have to, it, you shouldn't have to be feeling shit in your own home. If I can say that word, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely agreed. You're listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR. Uh, we're discussing rainbow rights today with Cameron, who who works at Rainbow Rights, and I'm Bronwyn Trickett from Armida, and we're going to a song now. You're listening to Raising Our Voices and um, on the topic of coming out, Cameron, what what would it be your message from Rainbow Rights to people in the community with intellectual disability who are struggling with coming out? Well, it is always str- it is struggle to come out. Um, I remember when the first time I came out to my mum, which was when I was about 23, um, and it is always struggling because you always have the feeling of what is everyone going to think of you how they don't think, um, uh, you know, they don't be disappointed in you, you know, um, it's always, uh, mm. it's always, it, there's always that problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm also a member of the LGBTIQ community and I certainly did struggle coming out too when I was at the age of 21, which was many years ago. We won't, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but um, it's difficult for anyone at any age um, if they've got opposition somewhere, uh, and uh, especially people with disabilities. Um, so absolutely. Uh, would you say, Cameron, that the needs of people with intellectual disabilities are being met regarding these rights? Well, I don't think they are being met, um, you know, because there are a lot of people still out there that still judge people for having their disability, not seeing them equal um, within the LGBTIQ community. Yeah, yeah. And I I do recall earlier that you mentioned that um, uh, there's marginalisation already within... um, uh, within the community for people with disabilities and then there's marginalisation also within the rainbow community. So, yes, um, Well, um, there's a big marginalisation for people with a disability um, and within the disability sector there's also it's also marginalised again for people with an intellectual disability. Um, people with an intellectual disability don't see it's a, like a, it's a hidden disability so when you mentioned to people about disability, they automatically think of someone 
in a wheelchair mm. or got a walking frame. Something visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when we say the word marginalised, I suppose we need to explain exactly what that means. Um, marginalised would be uh, sort of on the outskirts of society, sort of pushed aside, uh, not recognised. Would you agree with that, Cameron? I would agree with that. Okay. Just to just to make that clear what, what that means. Um, a lot of the time people in groups can feel ostracised, which means um, on their own or, or, or pushed out on their own, uh, not like everybody else, not included, um, and, uh, you know, what what I suppose we're really looking for is an inclusive society, which was a lot to do with why the marriage equality law this year changed. Yeah. So um, how do you think people within the LGBTI community can support people with an intellectual disability or an ID? Well, encourage them. If um, you know someone who's having trouble coming out, encourage them to come out, you know, um, yeah, it's just encouraging people, you know, not being judging them because they've got a disability, seeing them equal to themselves. You know, we're all humans. Mm. We all, you know, do do everything pretty much like what you used to. We all have hobbies. We all have mm. friends, you know. We all live a life like everyone else. Exactly right. So when we're talking about equality... I suppose the question comes up, what does that actually look like? Being equal, someone with a disability and someone not with a disability, being treated the same way, would would you say that that's how, what that means? Yes, I would say that's what that means. You know, we, we would like to be treated equal with everyone else, you know, not different because we have a disability. Mm. You know, we want to be on an equal playing field. Yeah, and when we're looking at the law, that's that's um, one of the rights of people with disabilities, equality before the law. Yeah. So that should not be any different whether the person has um, uh, is um, LGBTIQ or of any orientation. Yeah. The same. All right. So another question, important question. Um, how do we include people with a disability in the rainbow community? Well, you know, like we've we've just started up our group two years ago. It's um, hmm. to you know invite people with a disability to events. Um, put out you know put out your hand you know to say come on you know come to this event you know um, you're not going to be treated any differently you know should yes. be shouldn't be treated any differently to. You know, but just because you've got a disability, just because you might need an extra hand doing something or getting somewhere or understanding something. Mm. You know, just because, you know, people use all their jargon words these days, you know, um, you know, there should be, shouldn't be any discrimination of people with a disability just because we can't understand some things. Mm. Mm. Yes, I agree. So, Cameron... How did you find out about Rainbow Rights and get involved? Well, um, how I found out about Rainbow Rights originally is um, I was speaking to the director of Pride Vic, Adam Sharp, 
who um, introduced me to Dean Datsun from Saru and meant, and Adam mentioned to me about Rainbow Rights and uh, then I was interested in joining and he um, got me in touch with Dean and now I'm um, actually a member of Rainbow Rights. Okay, so I suppose that would relate to anybody who's feeling a bit shy, um, who does have an intellectual disability, who wants to advocate or have advocacy on their behalf, that they can get involved, that they can they can do similar to what you've done. Yes, yes, they can. Okay. Um, you know, our, um, our, our information will be up on uh, the 3CR website, so yeah. um, you can contact us or... Um, they will have also um, the Pride Vic information up on the website as well, which you can contact. Okay, and there's also an email address, rainbowrightsadvocacy at gmail.com. That will be on the web of the 3CR webpage as well. So I suppose the last question, Cameron, for you, what would be the main message to listeners um, from Rainbow Rights? Well, the last message from Rainbow Rights is we are here to stay. We are. We all have an intellectual disability. We want our voices heard and we're not let us stop until our voices get heard by everyone. That sounds fantastic. Thanks a lot, Cameron, for uh, speaking today about Rainbow Rights and the important advocacy work that you're doing. Um, you've been listening to Raising Our Voices at 3CR. 8.55am Community Radio and uh, we'll be back again next month with another show. Bye for now. Bye. Stay tuned with 3CR for our next program Completare Bellable. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.